intro. Hey guys, we're so thankful that you're back for the next edition and episode of the Redeemed Podcast Marriage. Redeemed Marriage Podcast. Take Is two. that right? Redeemed Marriage Podcast. Here we go. Take two intro. Hey guys, we're so ga- glad y'all are back. <laughs> Take three. Hey guys, we are so glad that you're back for this episode in the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. Um, I'm doing the intro today because I'm getting him back. Today is a surprise topic for him. He doesn't know that what we're talking about, but I want you to come right back to find out. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. We're the Bryants with Three Strands Marriage Ministry, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Video Podcast. We're here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We're not licensed counselors. However, we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey guys, I am so excited about this episode because it is a... (laughs) Me too. Ugh, I have no idea what we're doing. I'm going to surprise him and get him back for last week. Um, I've had several of my friends ask, do y'all really do that in one take? And we do. We've only had to start over one time. It's because I had a sneezing fit. Uh, well, in the intro that we just did, which was three takes. The, <laughs> I'm not good at the intros. But anyway, um, so yes, we do this in one take, and yes, this really is a surprise to him. Um, he bragged on me a little bit last week, and it made me sweat, um, and I needed to return the favor, but I needed to return it in a way that is helpful to you guys and to show you such a power example of how to be the hands and feet of Christ in your marriage. There will come times, it may not be to the extreme that ours was, but there will come a time in your marriage where God is asking you to forgive your spouse. It may not be, um, like I said, the, wow, am I supposed to forgive um, my spouse being unfaithful? But there will be many times in your relationship that you have to forgive and maybe not even a time at a time that you want to forgive or you think that they deserve your forgiveness. Um, And I'm going to let Rusty talk about that a little bit more, but I just kind of wanted to get him in the direction where I feel like God is asking us to speak into for this. You know, when Rusty and I went through this um, nine, nine and a half years ago, um, we didn't have many resources. We've said that before. Like we, we, um, especially him, were like, I don't even know where to step forward with this. Um, and that was, that was challenging. And we, the reason, one of the re- main reasons we wanted to do these podcasts is for people to have a resource um, for God honoring biblical responses to marriage. And, um, and that's what um, I hope to do. We had a lot of people, and you may can speak more into this in a minute, but we, I can remember having people tell Rusty he better get out while he could. Like friends. We mm-hmm. had friends 
that were like, dude, you, I mean, you, you don't have to forgive this. Um, we had people say that you have the, um, the right to divorce her, which biblically you did. Mm -hmm. Um, and people who actually quit even being our friends, um, because of what we went through and because of the decisions that I made, um, there weren't a lot of people to come alongside you, um, to walk through this journey, um, and it was just a really, really hard time for our marriage because we lost friendships. We lost um, connections that we had had for a long time and we didn't know where, how to step forward in, um, in any way, much less forgiveness. Mm -hmm. um, so when I um, confessed to Rusty my whole story, when everything came out into the open, thankfully our children were at school um, and we were alone. And there was an, an, an intense anger and rage, um, furniture being pushed around and um, thrown, and um, a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling, which, I mean, you can understand, and a lot of hurt, and it scared me to death. I'd never seen that side of him. Um, but then we came to find out later, our counselor said that that was actually a good mm -hmm. thing. Um, and, um, but to be able to walk through not just the years past this, but the, the, the minutes and the days and the weeks and the months that then turned into the, into years with this man is something that I'll never forget. Um, it could have had such a different outcome. Um, I, ha I talked with somebody this week, this past week, about um, their marriage was um, going through something very similar. And there, there didn't, neither one of them really wanted any reconciliation. And I just thought, God, you, this could have turned out completely different. Um, it could have been such a different story. And I am so blessed and so um, humbled to have been with somebody who um, was able to forgive and not only forgive, but encourage me to be um, the woman that God wanted me to be. So I just wanted you to talk a little bit about how you felt um, and again, this may not be what you have to forgive your spouse for. It may be, but it could be something completely different. But how you felt in that, how you were then be able to move towards forgiveness and what you think that God was calling you to do in our marriage. All right. I mean, you know, nothing deep. <laughs> When I when I threw mine at you last week, it wasn't near this deep. <laughs> well, this is what I mean, Mike. When I think back to our story, this is the part that always blows my mind. Well, I mean, first of all, you mentioned the whole anger and the righteous righteous anger is what I have come to understand that to to be. And um, you know, when it when everything first happened. I mean, I was I was mad. I was mad at you. I was angry. I was mad at God. I mean, very, very angry at God. 
I can remember exactly where I was when I literally cursed at God um, as I was as we I was praying and talking through things and you know the more I have learned about this and what I went through um, not only was it very normal obviously it was normal for me to be to be angry but it was very it was actually very healthy and we learned that um, because it, it could we could have been in a point in our marriage where it happened and I just was like okay fine and then walked away mm -hmm. but by showing the anger it showed that there was that I believed that there was something there worth fighting for mm -hmm. and so you know that would be the first thing that I would say um, you know when something like this happens in a marriage like really look look at yourself and the emotions they're gonna range you know and, and it's okay that everybody doesn't have the same emotions but you know you really need to look inside and say, well, okay, am I even mad about this? And hopefully that hopefully you are in a situation where you are mad enough to say this, there's something here worth fighting for. Um, and so, you know, as we went through those early days, like I was not in a place where I was ready to forgive you, um, which is also very normal. Uh, when you lose, um, a dream um, you know I read I read lots and lots of books in fact I just told a friend yesterday I was sending over some suggestions for books to read and I said you know I really started reading a lot after we went through what we went through because from August to January so less than six months I read over 30 books on marriage and they weren't all specific to marriage but they were all specific to what I mean, they were all very much um, related to what I was going through sure. and what we were going through. And so, you know, like you said, it was just resources. What can I find? What can I find? What can I find that will help me? And so I did lots and lots of studying and tried to figure out. And one of the things, um, uh, a book I read called Shattered Dreams, and that's what I realized was that, like, the dream that I had for our marriage was shattered, mm -hmm. like completely gone. Everything that I thought about our marriage was was dead and so like I literally went through the stages of grief and so you can go and you can look at any counseling book you can look anywhere and and see those stages of grief mm -hmm. and you realize that as I was going through this like those stages of grief were happening sometimes they were spread far apart over weeks sometimes they I would literally go through them all throughout the day mm -hmm. and the the best book that I read that kind of um, summed all that up was a book by David Stoop called Forgiving the Unforgivable probably the most effective and best book that I read throughout the whole thing um, and now there's actually a book that Lisa Turkhurst I'm actually reading it right now mm -hmm. but Lisa Turkhurst which a lot of y'all will know who she is uh, but she and her husband recently went through the exact same thing her husband um, had an affair that extended over a long period of time and so she wrote a book recently about forgiveness and so good um, and I would recommend that but I know that when it, when it first happened I was not ready to forgive again which is very very normal I was in protection mode I was I'm taking care of myself I'm taking care of my kids and you're not gonna have any part of that until at that point it was you're not gonna have mm -hmm. part, any part of that um, but I started 
gradually learning just about um, the biblical side of all this. And like you already mentioned, you know, adultery, there is a, uh, there is a biblical basis for divorce when it comes to, um, uh, to adultery. But there's also a very strong verse in the Old Testament, at the very end of the Old Testament, leading into the New Testament, that literally says God hates divorce. And so when you put those things together and you really start thinking about it, it's kind of like, well, I'm off the hook there, but I know what God prefers and what God desires, what God wants. And what God wants is that there's a vow that I made to you and a vow that you made to me, and you broke those vows, but that was something that I could still honor and keep by keep by keeping our marriage together. And so as I started learning about just what it meant to forgive, I realized there's, there's I mean, I could really talk about this forever and ever, and I'm not going to do that, but there's so many complexities to forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing that I learned um, was that forgiveness, it is a moment in time. So there there came a point where regardless of what you were doing and regardless of how you were changing, whether you were changing or not, mm-hmm. that biblically I knew that I had to get a, get to a place where I could say, okay, I forgive you for hurting me. No matter if you care that mm-hmm. you hurt me, no matter if you've changed, no matter if you want to reconcile this. Re- right, if you don't, even mm-hmm. if you don't want to reconcile this relationship, mm-hmm. in order for me to release it and let go of it, then I have to forgive you. And basically, it's uh, I knew that otherwise I would always be in bondage. Um, I would always be a slave to the unforgiveness. And so, so I know that there came a time where along the way where I said, yes, I, I choose to forgive you. Now, then the rest of the forgiveness story is it's a moment in time, but it's also a process. And that process literally had to happen every single day. And it was a choice that I was having to wake up and say, I'm going to choose to forgive you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose to, as, as I'm forgiving you, work through this reconciliation. Right. Um, there's also a lot of myths about forgiveness that means that in order to forgive, if you forgive, then you're saying that it's okay for yeah. what they did. And that's so, so not true. Mm-hmm. Um, again, forgiveness is not as much for that person mm-hmm. as it is for yourself. Um, and so I had to really wrestle with that because I didn't want it to ever be like, okay, I want her to know that I forgave her. And and, and there is that in the back of your mind saying, well, if I do that, she's gonna think, well, then it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay that I did that and I can do it again because he's just gonna forgive me again. It's not that at all. It is, it is. I'm recognizing that I have to do this for me, and she gets the benefit of it. You know, the person that you're forgiving gets the benefit of being forgiven. But it's really just to remove that weight, and then the process of forgiveness and moving on through that. So many people think that in order to fulfill forgiveness that there has to be reconciliation and that's not always true either Um, there are times and people that you will forgive along the way and you won't reconcile and quite honestly there's sometimes you don't need to reconcile Um, and I know that I had to 
sit and have conversations with other people that were involved in this, mm -hmm. and I had to tell them that I did forgive them. And I did forgive them, but I wanted no reconciliation mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, and there doesn't, for for health reasons and sure. reasons for relationships, there never needs, That's there right. doesn't need to be That's reconciliation right. in those circumstances. So, but for you and me, in order for us to move forward with our marriage, we had to start both moving towards reconciliation. Mm -hmm. The first step was in that was that I had to forgive you. Like there's there's no other, there's no way that a marriage that has been damaged by anything, one side mm -hmm. or the other, mm -hmm. there's no way to move towards reconciliation until you can until until the person that's been harmed is right. able to forgive. That's right. That's and once right. the forgiveness happens, then you can start working towards mm -hmm. that. Um, another big part of reconciliation, I mean, of forgiveness is, uh, you know, you always you always hear that that God tells us to forgive and forget, and that's a bunch of baloney mm -hmm. as well. Um, you know, as as you're forgiving, you don't okay. want to forget those things right. because. You for, first of all, you don't want to sweep anything under the rug ever. Um, but also, you remember things that caused you to have to forgive, and those things are the things that mature you, that grow you, and also it's because whoa, whoa, whoa! I remember this, and I'm not getting hurt like this That's again. Right. Um, you know, I just I keep I always think of Matt Chandler. And his, uh, he told a story in one of his sermons about this lady that every single time she would come and talk to him, she would get so close to him that she would step on his toes. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, silly example, I know. He said, but he's like, I, I forgave her for stepping on my toes. Mm -hmm. It hurts, but, mm -hmm. but I forgave her. But I didn't, I never forgot it because every time she would come close to me, I would always mm -hmm. take a step back because I didn't mm -hmm. want her stepping on my toes again. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of the forgiveness too. Too, is that you don't want to forget because you want to remember what it was that hurt you mm -hmm. and so that you can make sure that you're not hurt in that way again and you know something that you do and I didn't mean to interrupt but something I, I know that you do so well is even though you don't forget you don't throw it at me right all the time um, and I think that that would be very easy to do you know you forgive but let me remind you what you did and you you don't do that to, yeah. to me ever and as you were talking you know there there's probably a handful of people that can relate to exactly what you're talking about probably more than that but um, but even there might be more people out there that can't relate to the deep forgiveness that you're talking about for that but I mean this could be anything from um, you know a spouse being involved with pornography and asking for forgiveness from that you forgive um, you don't forgive and forget, but it's a forgiveness that's a process. Mm -hmm. um, and it could be just from your spouse treating you right. unfairly. I mean, it it's not just this one thing. Right. And, um, and that's what I wanted well, to... Well, this is so... I mean, there's just so much sure. to this, again, that we could talk forever. And we, we've always said that we're going to try to keep our... <laughs> our, our mm -hmm. uh, podcast to where you can actually sit down and watch it mm -hmm. in a short time. And so it may be something that we need to talk about again Revisit. at some other mm -hmm. time but um yeah there's there is so many different things that you have to learn to forgive and as you're forgiving like like heather said you can't once you forgive 
you can't then just hold that over their head. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, it doesn't mean that you've forgotten, mm-hmm. but you've released it. I mean, okay. you've released it. You've released them. You've released you know the hurt that you have, and you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you can move forward by having discussions, and it's okay to tell your spouse when you're still hurting, and we've talked about that with the triggers and things that happen. You can you still talk about those things. You don't just sweep it under the rug and be done with it. But you have at that point you've told your spouse, I'm not gonna hold this over mm-hmm. your head. That's right. Um, which I mean, there's plenty of times and like I even remember after you said it in that position of vulnerability that we were both in and that position of immaturity that we were both in. I mean, I remember you as you were trying to say you know, take me back or whatever you were trying mm-hmm. to say, you, you said, hey, for the rest of your life, you know, you you now are in charge, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, and, and there's a sense of evil power that comes along <laughs> with that, that there's a part of me that wants to go, yeah, that's right. I mean, because mm-hmm. I didn't do this and you did this and look what I did. And, you know, but you you just can't do that because that's no way for either one of you to live. And and I really believe that if you if you live your life that way, then you haven't truly forgiven. Yeah. Um, and I told I've told you this before, and I've said this before, but I knew that I forgave you. But when you had cancer, and when you got diagnosed with cancer um, four years ago, mm-hmm. I that was the time that it clicked with me, and I realized that I had truly forgiven you because like I genuinely as soon as you found that out I wanted to take the cancer from you like I I would have gladly taken it and I would have fought the fought the cancel battle battle for you um and I remember thinking whoa like I really wanted her to be dead a few years ago like like in all seriousness if you had died it would have been just fine with me so but but I I didn't plan to kill you or anything but um but I really you know when I when I when I genuinely knew that I would have taken any of that for you I knew that I had really forgiven you um so yeah, I, you really did catch me off guard, and I mean, I could talk yep. about. And this. I really think that forgiveness is something that we could do several episodes on, and the process of forgiveness. And I'd love to spend one just on that moment of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's powerful um, to talk about, and there's not a there's not a relationship or a wife or um, husband that is listening to us that hasn't needed to seek forgiveness mm-hmm. um, and who hasn't needed to um, forgive. Yeah. So um, it may be something that we can come back to, but I just um, felt God just saying that there's somebody out there, if not multiple people, to know that there's hope and forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, that there's hope and forgiveness, or there's somebody out there that is holding on to a grudge or to hurt or to pain that just needs to forgive mm-hmm. and to see that there's freedom. Yeah. I, re- I remember a lot of times going in the early days, I would just, I kept saying, why me? You know, mm-hmm. why me? Why me? And I remember one day just being, I was in the shower and I remember God just clearly saying, why not you? 
And then I kind of changed everything around my whole way of thinking. What then became not, you know, why me? Why did this get? Ha- why did this happen to me? Why did she do this to me? Why did God allow this to happen to me? Because I believe that God is sovereign, and mm. He could have stopped it at any moment, sure. but He allowed it to happen because there was a journey that mm-hmm. you and I both needed to go through. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard when I heard God say, "Why not you?" Then I started, I turned the whole thing around and it became, I've been chosen. Like I've been chosen to be a part of your journey. Mm -hmm. And like God knew that I would be able Mm -hmm. to be the one to journey through this with you. And he knew that in order to get your heart, Mm -hmm. that he had to allow this to happen. And as a part of that, I was a part of the battle and -hmm. and got all the, you know, a lot of the effects of it. But... Mm -hmm. I was also able to to have the honor of walking through that. And so, you know, to to turn it and be able to go, man, God chose me, mm-hmm. you know, for this. Mm-hmm. God chose me mm-hmm. for this journey. Um it's just a yeah. it's just an incredible way of yeah. turning things. And look, you know, again, so many people are not in this deep of an issue mm-hmm. that they're having to forgive, but everybody's issue is that important to That's them right. right now. That's right. And, you know, we can, uh, I mean, we're not, there's nothing that anybody's going through that we would take, we would Mm -hmm. make light of. That's right. And so, you know, as you're going through this, just know that, um, you know, your pain and what you're suffering through, your emotions, they're real. Mm -hmm. And they're worth dealing with and they're worth getting to, getting into and to get to the bottom of and they're worth forgiveness. That's right. That's right. Guys, thank y'all for joining us today. Thank you for being vulnerable and walking through that forgiveness process again. It kind of just stings every time, doesn't it? Yep, it does. It does. (laughs) It brings back lots of emotions and feelings and... Um, But I know that one thing that we've learned above everything else is that we can trust God with our story. Mm -hmm. And and I'm thankful that you're sitting here and we're doing this. And I'm thankful for the man um, that you are. And I'm glad God chose you to walk through this journey with me. We will see y'all next week and no surprises next week. No surprises. Hey, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Oh, like literally? Yeah. Yes, it's on a Sunday. Come back for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Bye. See you next week.